All right, we are here with Mike Thomas. How's it going today, Mike? Hey, it's going pretty good. How about yourself? Good, good. Always a great day to be a Golden Eagle. <laughs> Already. Already. <laughs> um, all right, first question, what do you prefer, Mike or Michael? Uh, I've been going by Mike since high school, so it's Mike. Mike is cool. I'm I'm good with Mike. All right, we'll just we'll roll with the with Mike the rest of this podcast. Yeah. Um, how was your pro day? Uh, it was pretty good uh, due to the weather. Uh, I felt like I still came out with a good positive pro day uh, due to the weather. I ran good, ran my routes good, uh, had a few drops, but that's the that's I can work on that, but. Overall, I think I pretty, I think I did pretty good. Not only was it a, a solid day for you, but but your teammates as well. Oh yeah, my teammates did wonderful, man. I'm glad that we all uh, was able to overcome the weather, man. We all did our thing in 40s and broad jumps in the vertical, especially Kalen. The man jumped out the gym, so I'm just happy for my teammates and all the seniors that they came out and did their thing. Well, it seemed like there was a lot of energy between you guys, a lot of camaraderie. You guys cheered each other on, from what I could gather. Oh, yeah, that just comes from uh, the chemistry we built during the season. Uh, all the hard work we put in through the summertime. and Of course, we had a great season this year coming off 9-4. Uh, we had a couple losses in the championship and the bowl game, but overall we still had good chemistry after that. Uh, we, we, I felt like we, we left it all on the field this year for our last year, so we just have a lot of chemistry amongst each other. When did you get interested in the game of football? Uh, when I was younger, man, I think I was about 14 years old. Uh, the area I grew up in, it was all about basketball. Uh, there was a lot of basketball tournaments in the area. My dad actually played basketball, too, when he was growing up. So it was like he wanted me to play basketball. He wanted me to follow in his footsteps. But I just, I mean, I played when I was young. I played a few games, but. Once I went to my first football practice, I just fell in love, and I just wanted to be like Chad Johnson, Terrell Owens, and I just, I just kept going from there. What was it like growing up in Chicago? Uh, well, my time, well, it was pretty good. You know, all the all the friends, we all hanged out most of the time. I had fun, did you know? Played outside. It's basically a lot of basketball. It's a lot of running around the neighborhood, just having fun as little kids, riding bikes all together, just a group of guys, just having fun. It was pretty cool, man. I, I was able to uh, stay focused and not get myself in too much trouble. And I was able to, you know, take off from high school and go to college. And it's been it's been history from there. What what part of town were you from? I'm, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Uh, I grew up on 22nd Street. Uh, I live with my auntie, my mom. So it was, we had a good big family. Uh, I was not necessarily from house to house, but I had... I just wanted to go from house to house. I would ask my mom, Mom, can I go over to Auntie Leslie's house? She let me go. So it was, I was back and forth from house to house, uh, just just having family time, you know, hanging around with family. You really were from the south side. That That is south. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very south. Uh, that's the low end of Chicago. So, yeah, but I'm from the play- south. Oh, yeah. Uh, you played your, your high school ball at uh, Disable High School? Yes, Disable. Dusable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's this country ass accent that I got. <laughs> you, know, uh, you uh you were named first team all district and in, in your junior and senior seasons. Tell us a little about your a little bit about your high school days. Oh man, high school days, I wanna say it was about a good twenty two guys in practice. Uh most of the guys most of my best friends 
that I, um, most of the guys that I hang out with today were back home. Uh, we all practiced together, man. We just, that's how we became best friends. We all had some relatable. Um, we love the game of football. So we all grew up playing football. Uh, like I said, 22 guys on the field just practicing with each other. It was, it was, it was a point where we couldn't even have a seven on seven because some of the guys was playing offense and some of the offensive guys were playing defense. So it's like we just had to make what we had, like use what we had. And during the games, it was about like, 20 fans there. One, it would see football wasn't as big in Chicago as it is down south. So yeah, were you playing both so, sides of the ball? No, I actually only played only played wide right receiver. So I was the only one that just had to just chill out after <laughs> after the offense had a <laughs> session. So I just had to watch the defensive guys do that thing. When did you realize that you might have an opportunity to play college ball? Uh, my, my, I felt like I had a lot of support. To, through my friends, uh, they kept telling me, oh, man, you like Chad Johnson out there, bro. And that just gave me a lot of motivation just to keep going. Like, all right, let me try this. I think that, man, it's just, it was just a lot of just support from my friends. I guess my, my friends were just geeking my head up and telling me, oh, yeah, you can do it, bro, you can do it. So I just I was just self-motivated to do it myself. Actually, uh, I always practiced hard and I always caught a lot of balls. So once I knew I was just making plays on guys in high school, I just know I can do it at a, at a next level. So you you end up at uh, I guess you started at the College of DuPage, yeah. And then uh, went to Dodge City, which is one of the yeah. one of the premier community college programs in the country. Um, mm-hmm. You had a really solid season, seven hundred nine yards, three TDs. What was the recruiting process like that sophomore year? Uh, at Dodge City, correct? Yes, at Dodge City. Uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, Coach Monkey and Coach Buckley, the ones that was uh, recruiting me, I had like four colleges that was trying to recruit me. I had South Alabama, Southern Mississippi, Minnesota, Boise State. So it was it was it was a good process. Uh, I was learning as I went, and um, my first visit was Southern Miss. I fell in love. Like I said, growing up in Chicago, I just wanted to come down south where it's always big in football. So took a visit to Southern Miss, and I like what I seen. They treated me like family. And on signing day, actually, uh, somehow Boise State got lost because I actually missed a visit with those, with them. So somehow it just didn't happen with those guys. So on signing day, Minnesota called me that morning and said, hey, the guy that we wanted didn't, didn't come. So we, we're looking forward to you coming in, you know. And I just wanted, I wasn't sure about that. I was very skeptical because I haven't took a visit. I don't know how the coaches are. So I just went with my first man and just, Sign with Southern Miss, and Coach Monkey kept calling me like, yo, is you going to sign? I'm like, yeah, I got you. So I, it was just a decision-making that I had to do, and I just went with my first man and came down south. Well, yeah, I was sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings that day waiting on Coach Munkin, uh to come in. He was nowhere to be found for like an hour or so. And uh-huh. it turns out he was in the car talking to you on the phone. It, but yeah. really, if if we would have got you, he could have stayed there all day. I don't think anybody would have <laughs> known how it turned out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at, at that point, you know, you, you played at Dodge City, but the majority of your life you, you spent in Chicago. So what was it like transitioning to life in South Mississippi? Uh, it was a big difference, a uh, different culture, man. Uh, I noticed it wasn't big how I thought it would be because coming from a big city in Chicago and coming to Hattiesburg, it was like, oh, man, it's a difference, big difference, small, small town. So. I just had to adapt to where I was at. Uh, I made I made it I made it through, man. I made it what it was. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't complaining about anything. I just know I had to grind anyway. I wasn't there to have as much fun as possible. I know I had to do. I had to go 
that I wanted to do. So I just stayed focused, man. Stayed on, stayed focused, really, and focused on what I had to do. Coach, you mentioned Coach Munkin is is having a huge um, role in your decision to come to Southern Miss. What was it like playing for Coach Munkin? Uh, it was pretty cool. The first year, uh, <laughs> the first year was very, it was very. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say rough, but I had to get to know him as a coach because I knew how he was as a person already. But as a coach, I had to get used to him. Uh, we went three and nine that first year, uh, and it was basically uh, he he wanted the best out of his, all his players. Uh, that three and nine season, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't satisfied with with three wins, so I went I went in the lab, I went hammer, I went crazy in spring ball. Uh, summertime, I went hard. Me and Nick, me Nick and Casey, all the guys, man, we just came together as a unit and just said, hey, we got to have a better year this year. So we just grinded all through the summer and it just paid off nine and five and. And as we was winning, you see his coach, like the way he was coaching, was just changing. Everybody changed, man. It's, it was it was changed for the better because he, he see that his job, his I mean, he see that his players was doing a great job. So it's like he was falling back a little bit because he let his players do their thing. So it was pretty cool to see 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 him change for the better, man. All us change for the better as a program, really. When when you came in at USM, I mean, they, they just we had just come off. The two of the worst seasons in, in the program's history. I mean, one win in two seasons. What? Well, how important was turning around the football program to you? Uh, it was very important. Uh, well, I mean, in high school, we won games, a lot of games, and, and DuPage, we won a uh, bowl game. Uh, Dodge City, we went to the bowl game and we lost, but I was all about winning. Um, going off that 3-9 and nine and hearing about the drops they went through, I just wanted to change the program around and help. I just want to help rebuild the program. Um, I did it in Dodge. Um, before I got to Dodge, they went on zero and twelve. They didn't even win a game, so we changed that program around. So just, I was just all about rebuilding, man. Uh, just rebuilding the program, and that's what I was all about. I wanted to come rebuild with Coach Monkey. Uh, I could have easily went to Minnesota because they're a Big Ten team and they are winning, but I wanted to help change the program. I wanted to be a part of that, so it was good to see us win a lot of games this year. Not only did you I – mean, your first year, I think you played in all 12 games, and it seemed like you got more and more comfortable as the season progressed. But not only did you contribute as a receiver, but also as a kick returner. What what do you bring to the table on special teams? Special teams, man, to be honest with you, I never played, I never played special teams in high school. Uh, when I was in Dodge, I mean, when I was when I was at DuPage, I played gunner. And at Dodge, I played gunner too. But I never played kick returns for my first year. First ever playing kick return was Southern Miss uh, UAB game. Well, actually, at Alabama game they threw me out there, so I just had to get used to it. But knowing that I can, you know, uh, make make plays on special teams, that I fell in love with special teams. So uh, I just know I have a, a I had different. I'm very diverse with special teams. I can do it all: gunner, uh, kick return, punt return. I know I can I can be a weapon on special teams and on the next level. So. That's just something I fell in love with, and they telling me all the time that on the next level you have to play special teams. That's the way you're gonna get, you know, some get on the field. So I don't have a problem with special teams at all. I love it. Now I fell in love with kicking turn, knowing that I made a touchdown versus UAB. That was my first ever touchdown. It just felt good that I know I can do it now. Like I can do this. I just put my mind to it. One thing that I noticed watching you play right away is that you you, you always seem to play the game with maximum effort and maximum energy. Is that something you really take pride in? 
Oh yeah, I take pride because on, on film I wanted to everything I wanted to do on the field I wanted to look good on film. This is something Coach Mustard always taught us what how you wanted to look on film. So if you going if you're not going as hard as you want to go and you see it on film, you're going to be mad at yourself to the fact that you're not going hard and they're showing on film. So on film I just try to go all out, you know, give it all my effort and just to say that I gave it my all. That's 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 all I wanted at the end of the day, just knowing that I gave it my all. After your junior season. Uh, Zach Woodson was hired to be the strength and conditioning coach, and you could, to, to me, you could see the impact right away. Tell mm-hmm. us about the impact Coach Woodson had on you and the rest of the team. Uh, he had a great impact, man. I, I felt like he was a part uh, of the team, building so much good chemistry amongst each other, man. Uh, we just, we all, we all believed in him. We all followed his footsteps, and as a group, man, we just, we just believed in him and in this show. Prior to your, your senior season, it just felt like something special was about to happen with Southern Miss football. What was what was the mood like leading up to this 2015 season? Uh, the mood. We just knew that we was about to eat this year. Uh, like I said, all the hard work we put in the spring ball and summertime, we just knew like we couldn't wait to get on the field. We just couldn't wait to get on the field. So I just I, I don't I can't really explain like we just know like I we can't wait to September fifth to play Mississippi State. And and it hurt me so bad that I got hurt the first quarter because I knew that they could have been beaten that day. We could have beat those guys that day and, and I just hurt my heart to know that I lost. I lost my I lost because I felt like I failed because I couldn't play, I couldn't finish the game. So after that game we just, you know, we took the loss and got back in the lab. And went hard that the next few games and whether the rest of the whole season really. And you were we out. Just knew that, we just knew that we wanted. We just knew that we was gonna change. Like I, I really can't explain. Like once you put in the, all the hard work, you just know. Like all right, we ready to get on the field. We ready to play other people. It was points. It was point of practice. Like man, I'm tired of going against Taylor Reed. Man, I'm tired of going <laughs> against him one on one. We want to play. We want to play other guys now. We want to. We want to show these guys that we can ball. But even though you had the injury, you know, you, I think you, you you got hurt, what, the first quarter of the Mississippi State game. You, you set out the second game, but you still came back to, to, to set all kind of single-season records. One of the best seasons a receiver has had in the history of Southern Miss football. Uh, you've got 71 receptions, 1,391 yards, 14 receiving TDs. What did it mean to you to put up those kind of numbers? Oh, I mean, at the end of the day, the numbers didn't really matter to me as long as I was making plays on the field. I mean, the numbers speak for itself. I mean, I wasn't, I really wasn't paying attention to the numbers. It just, I knew I had to do a lot to 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 get a win. Basically, I mean, like I said, the numbers just speak for itself. I I know I had, I know I did my thing on the field, and like I said, the numbers speak for itself. I can't really explain that. What was it like playing with uh, Nick Mullins as your quarterback? Uh, it was great. Uh, like I said, we always worked hard off the field, um, not even during practice. After practice, we always got together. And like I said, the spring and the summertime, we, we was on the field every day, weekly. So knowing that he he's willing to work and willing to get better and willing to get his receivers better, I, I will always respect Nick Mullins, man, because he's the one that got me the ball this year and, and the last year. So. I always have respect for Nick. Uh, that's my boy forever, and that's my brother, man. We left it all on the field this year. So the Miss fans knew about you, you know, as the season went along, but the rest of the country took notice after one of the most memorable plays in Southern Miss history. I'm talking about that ridiculous one-handed TD catch 
against Louisiana Tech. Tell us about that play. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we, we we had a goal line. We had him on a goal line. Me and Nick kept making eye contact. So it's like I knew I was going to get the ball. I just had to make a play. And when I when I made my move out the line of scrimmage, I just seen the ball coming in my way. But the way my body was set up, I just had to make a play and reach out for the ball and see if I can get it, you know what I'm saying, out of my frame. And luckily, man, I, I grabbed the ball with one hand, reeled it in with the other one, dropped my foot down. And it was it was history after that, man. I just made one of the biggest plays in my career. Well, yeah, I mean, before you even – before you probably even had the chance to get to your smartphone, the play goes viral, and that night you end up on the Sports Center Top Ten. What was that like? Uh, it, was, it was it was a good feeling, man. I always wanted to be on Sports Center Top Ten to know that I, I made a, a great catch, man. It just felt good. Uh, one of my happiest moments in my life uh, to, to know I was on Sports Center, man. It's just great. And we came off with a win after that, so it was a great feeling. If any if any Southern Miss fans out there can paint, man, me and Mike would both like a painting of that play. If you can get that together for us, um, it again. I said, if there's any Southern Miss fans out there that can paint, me and Mike, we both want a painting of that play. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I want it too. <laughs> I want it too. Um, did you find yourself getting more attention after that play? Uh, not really. I felt like I had a little attention on me, but I just felt like. I mean, I, I really didn't want that. And, I mean, I knew I could make plays like that. I knew I did it before, like, in practice. I know I like I always catch one hand the ball in practice 100 balls a day. So just knowing that I did it in the game, it just made sense. Like, okay, this is what I did. It was a lot of muscle memory towards that. So I wouldn't say attention because attention was already on us, period, on me, period. It just I just made a, another big play, I guess. So you finished – Golden Eagles finished the season 9-3. and three. You win the Western Division Championship. You get to play in the conference championship game. You get to go to a bowl game. I mean, how important was it to you to to be, like I said earlier, the ones that that that, that brought Southern Miss football back? Oh man, it's just a great feeling. Like I said, man, I wasn't satisfied with the three and nine season, man. I just went went worked hard, so hard with Nick, man. Just all the offensive guys, man, and just to see that the defensive guys did their part as well. It's just we all came together as a unit, man. It's just all brothers just knowing that we wanted to be better as men and as players and as football players, and we wanted to show Southern Miss and Hattiesburg fans that we can make it happen. Uh, obviously, we came up short against these big teams, but I just want people to know that it don't matter what school we play. Anybody can be beaten that day. Anybody can be beaten that Saturday. So, man, I just wish that I don't even care about the conference record. I just want to play those big teams again, like the Mississippi State and Nebraska, the West uh, Washington Washington people. I want to play those guys again because I feel like it don't – all that, all the SEC schools, they might have the biggest, the, the most hype, but they can be beaten by a conference at 16. I honestly feel like we could have we could have beat those guys. And it's just we came up short, man. I mean, it's nothing – I don't regret anything. It's just we came up short. And obviously we learned from our mistakes and we got better that day. And it just feel good. It just feel good to know that we, like I said, the seniors, those seniors changed the program around. We came off came off a lot of drops and to know that we won nine games for the city of Hattiesburg is just a great feeling. And it was and as a fan, man, it was much appreciated. It was it felt good to finally be back in the mix again after after three long seasons. Um well let's talk about Hart. Because mm-hmm. in that Western Kentucky game, you get you take a shot to the gut, still come down with the ball, I believe, and you lose your lunch on the field. Then you come mm-hmm. back 
and you and you and you take it for a tough touchdown. What was that? What was that experience like at Western Kentucky when you took that shot? And then you come back, and next thing you know, you're catching the ball in the end zone. Uh, it was okay. He he got me. He got me hard with the current of his helmet in my stomach. So I I felt it. Like I didn't feel it when I got up, but once I started back walking back to the huddle, I felt it. So I just heard all in the field. And I just knew, man, like, that one's going to get me out the game. I mean, I'm tougher than that. I took shots many a times. That one to the helmet, I mean, the one to the stomach, it wasn't nothing. I mean, I threw up, but I still got back in. I just know I, I'm a soldier on the field. Well, I'm a the soldier next, on the field. <laughs> you most certainly were. Um, so the, the next game, you're back in the bowl game. We're taking on the, the, the Pac-12's top defense in the Washington Huskies. Yet mm-hmm. – you end the day with nine catches, 190 yards, and two TDs. All we heard about leading up to that game was how tough the Washington defense was, but they had no yeah. answer for you. Mm-hmm. It just – Tell us about that just, Washington game. Uh, Washington, uh, like I said, we heard a lot of hype on how good they was in the Pac-12. We wanted to, It was a test for the offense to see can they really stop us like, you know what I'm saying, that they did in the Pac-12. But obviously they didn't stop. Us, they didn't stop me. I couldn't. I, I mean, the cornerbacks. I was doing everything I could to make plays on those guys, and it showed. Like I said, the numbers showed at the end of the day, and they want the best. They want the best. De- I mean, of course, we lost. Of course, our defense can get that many stops, but on, on the offensive side, we did our thing, and I feel like they could have been beaten as well. What did it mean to you to wear the black and gold? Oh, I mean a lot, man. Tradition, family. It's a lot of history going back into the black soul, man. I was just, I'm just grateful to be a part and thankful that I had the opportunity to, to help Southern Miss change over the program, man. It's, it's an honor to me, and I will always be a golden nigga forever. And it's just like I said, I'm just thankful and blessed to the to the point that I was offered by the Southern Miss program, and and it's and and I'm just happy that I just. Help the, the the program change around the matter for man. It's a great feeling, man. I will I will never forget those times. I meet all I, all the guys hard, worked hard on the off season, summertime to get us to this point. So after you finish your senior, senior season, Coach Munkin leaves the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I know you haven't had much time to spend around Jay Hobson and his staff. I know you know a couple of guys on staff, but mm-hmm. what do you think about the team for Southern Miss coming back next season? Uh well I know for sure it's gonna be a lot of shoes to fill. Uh it's gonna be a lot of uh hype towards those guys. A lot of guys are gonna be watching those guys. So just knowing that uh coming off the nine and four season they had a lot of shoes to fill and they and they're gonna have to live up to those expectations with Coach Hopkins. Uh, I met the, I met the coach, he's a pretty good guy. So it was it's it's all about uh like who who's gonna be the next Mike Thomas, who's gonna be the next Casey Martin. Uh like I said, those guys got a lot of shoes to fill. So let's talk about the NFL now. What does Mike Thomas bring to an NFL roster? I bring I bring dynamic playmaking skills. Man, I can make plays. Uh, I feel like I can stretch the field and uh, make big plays and, and and score the ball very well. What, make what big you, plays. What would, What would you consider to be your strengths? Uh, my strengths, uh, just making plays, man. Like I said, making. Making big plays down the field. Uh, I mean, I can I can make make short catches and, and, and turn them to twenty plus yards. Uh, like I said, and like I said, the number speaks for itself. And 
I just know I can make big plays, man. I, I, that's all I do is catch the ball. And just making plays. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's, my goal in the league now, uh, as I as I take as I continue on my career, my goal now is to win the Super Bowl. I I, I always want to be a champion. Uh, like I said, my goal is, is to win the Super Bowl. Uh, whatever team that drives me, I'm looking forward to to doing whatever I can do, work hard as possible to win the Super Bowl. That's my goal. I like to dream big, so getting to the Super Bowl is my next goal. Oh, well, I hope to watch you do that. That must be awesome. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. What have you been working on since the, the end of the season? What have you been trying to get better at? Uh, really, well, since well, I've been really training on uh forty forty. Uh, I'm really the drill, the combines are really. Uh, I haven't really been. I mean, I have been working on craft work, but it's it's been mostly drills. But now, since I'm done with drills, I got to get back to route running, uh, catching the ball more. You know, getting, getting back to the little things. Really, uh, like I said, after the season, I just got right got right into training forty yards, five ten five, all the drills really. But now since that's over, like I said, just back to crowd work, working on routes, uh, cone drills, catching the ball more. You were selected to play in the uh, NFLPA game. What was that experience like? Uh, it was a great experience being in California. Uh, I had Andre Reid, a Hall of Famer wide receiver. Uh, it's so good giving, uh, giving me the little things on how to be successful in the league. Uh Learning from him, man, it's just a great feeling. I had a lot of – I mean, the game was the game was pretty fun, but I didn't really get a lot of reps at receiver. But I did have a lot of fun on special teams. So it was a great experience, man, just being out there in California, man. Never been there out there before. So it was all love, man. Andre Reed showed a lot of love. And so it was all good, man. I, I enjoyed myself. You had an unfortunate situation happen a few weeks, uh, few weeks back, uh, the, the NFL Combine. Mm-hmm. The social media people tagged you in a in a in an announcement and then turned around and and you didn't get it. There was some confusion with you and I guess the other Michael Thomas from Ohio State. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you react to that situation? Uh, I just reacted like a pro, man. I mean, I I, I was snug, but that don't stop me from doing what I'm doing. I still got to prove myself to these guys that I can. I'm better than half of those guys that was in the in the combine. So. It was just all motivation, man. I, it, they just added fuel to the fire, man. I just know that, that I was one of the best, and it was crazy how I didn't get an invite. But like yeah, I said, you, they would just they would just sleep on me. That's all. <laughs> well, your hey. your numbers that you put up the other day, um, and and I, I believe some of the numbers you had at the, the regional combine in New Orleans would have put you as as a top five in a lot of those categories. Oh yeah, see, that, like I said, numbers speak for itself, man. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> numbers don't lie, so my numbers I put up was better than half of those guys that went there. So I mean, like I said, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's just they sleep. I mean, I know what I can do. I mean, my team. I mean, the fans in Hattiesburg know what I can do. It's just, I guess we ain't getting no love like how we supposed to, man. I don't know what more they want us to do, man. I guess we got to beat these big teams to, in order to get as much love as those other guys do. But we gonna yeah. make it happen though. You're exactly right. And they, they used we used to get that attention. I mean, we used to have guys in the senior bowl every year. And I think I think a lot of the scouts were wild when they actually showed up this week and got to see what you guys were able to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew they were surprised. I know they were surprised because they, they it's a lot of talent coming out of Southern Miss, man. You got a Swain, B. A. Bowden, uh, Rashad, Kalen, Casey. It's a lot of talent, man. It's a lot of talent, man. It, it just sucks to know that they are sleeping on us, but we're going to show them. I know for sure we're going to show them because we work hard. We some hard workers coming out of Southern Miss, so 
We're going to I read somewhere that you have been uh, training with uh, the Beer Man, former yeah. New Orleans State Michael Lewis. What have you learned from from the Beer Man? Uh, just just working hard, man. Like I say, I, I'm a hard worker myself, and know that he he hasn't even been to college. He been he played high school ball, but he never played it down in, in, in college ball. And him working on the beer truck and getting a call from the Saints saying like, "Hey, come get a you know, what I'm saying come work out with us," just to know like I. It's all about hard work. It's all about that, man. And he just taught me, like, it's the little thing. It's all mental at the end of the day. That's what he told me. This game is 90% mental, man. If your mind messed up, your your whole play going to be messed up. So it's just all about being positive and just control what you can control. And, and when it's time and when it's your opportunity approaches, you just got to make the best of it. I understand. And correct me if this is wrong. I understand that Buzz Cook is your agent. Yes. Have you had the opportunity to work out or, or meet Brett Favre at all? No, I actually haven't. I mean, I met Brett once when he came to talk to the team before we played. Uh, I was in Mississippi. Well, Austin Peay. Before they played Austin Peay, I know he was. Uh, he came to talk to the team, so I got a chance to meet him. But I never got a chance to meet him with Buss or none of that. We never sat down and like really talked. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, this is a dumb. This is I, I hate when people ask potential NFL players this question. You know, is is what what team you want to play for? Because obviously, you just want to get in the league and play for wherever you can. But that being said, did you have a favorite team growing up? Uh, well, well, I had. A, I mean, of course, I was a Bears fan. But when I used to play Madden, the Falcons was my favorite team to play with. So I got I gotta say, the Falcons were my favorite team growing up. So yeah, I used to play with the Falcons a lot. Are, are there any any other players? I mean, you talked a, a little earlier about uh, Chad Johnson, Terrell Owens. Are, are there any other players that you modeled your game after? Uh, yes, it was Reggie Wayne, man. I feel like Reggie Wayne was a complete like I I, I channel my game just like his, man. Excellent route runner, excellent catcher. Just he can do it all, man. That's why. That's who. That's who I growing up wanted to be like him and Chad Johnson and Terrell Owens. But I started watching more of Reggie Wayne more than anybody because he's just so smooth, man. I always got that when I was playing ball. Man, he's just so smooth. So I just try to be like Reggie, man. If, if I can meet him one day and and get some tips, man, I would love that, man. That would be great. I'm going to ask you about a couple of teams in particular. I know there's no telling where you're actually going to end up, but just get your opinion on these teams for, for, for various reasons. So let's start okay. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, Coach Munkin is there now. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's been – you know, everybody talks about that be, as being a possibility. Tell us about the Bucks. Uh, I know they got a, the Florida State uh, quarterback, Jenny Wilson, man. I know it's a lot of – it's a young team. Uh, they're trying to rebuild themselves. So I, that's all I know from my my, my knowledge. Uh, I haven't really been doing my history on them. But I just know from now they, they got Jenny Wilson. They're trying to rebuild their they program. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about rebuilding. So that would be a great fit for me. What would it mean to play with with Coach Munkin again? Oh man, I know my finishing up my career with Coach Munkin, man, it'd be a great man. I know what he expects now as a coach, so he's just looking forward to making big plays, making players have big plays, and doing everything right the right way. It's the little thing he always tell us. So I know what he expects. And the, the next two are, are, are selfish for me for for various reasons, but uh, you know you're, you're here in Hattiesburg, you're an hour and a half away from New Orleans. Uh, what about the New Orleans Saints? 
Oh, man, I know for sure the New Orleans Saints fans are diehard fans, man. When I was out there with Michael Lewis, man, he got so much love. And I just know, like, they are serious. And I know the, uh, Drew Brees. And I just think about the quarterbacks, man. Every time, every time you're speaking, I think about the quarterbacks and what they what they need. I know they need uh, some receivers, like big play receivers to stretch the field, man. And like I said, I can do that. I can do it all to help my team win the Super Bowl and help the Saints go back, go back to the Super Bowl. Last team, what would it mean to play for the hometown Chicago Bears? Oh, man, that would be crazy. That would be crazy, man. <laughs> I can't even. Jay Cutler, man, he, he got an arm on him, man. He got a big bullet on him. So I know he'll need, like, uh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he'll need a, another guy to help him make plays. So I just think about, like I said, I think about the quarterbacks and what he needs and, what, and, and what's the problem they have. And I feel like they just need playmakers, man, who's going to stretch the field and make plays dynamically, man. I can do all that. What do you what are you hearing now? What are you hearing from scouts and coaches? Do you have any idea about when uh, or where you might be going? No, I have no idea, man. No, the only thing scouts telling me, man, is that that I'm a, I'm a great player. My friends saw a lot, and I can make it happen, man. Uh, they tell me all the time that you can be a, uh, a successful wide receiver in this game. Uh, it, it's just gonna be on me, and I know it takes hard work to be successful. So. I'm all about hard work, so I know what it takes to win, win games. Do you have any visits lined up? Yes, I have the Cleveland Browns on Tuesday, uh, the Eagles uh, uh, the first week in April, and the Chargers that next week after the Eagles. Terrific, terrific. Well, any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Man, I just want to tell the Southern Miss fans I appreciate the love that y'all been giving uh, me and the, and the rest of the team, man. I appreciate the love and y'all support. Uh, helped us get to nine and four, man. We we worked so hard and we just we just wish that uh, that y'all keep keep supporting us, man. Keep supporting the Golden Eagles, man. I know this was my last year, but it would be great that you guys keep showing love and support to the team. Well, Mike. Like we said before, I think you're one of the best wide receivers in Southern Miss history. Had a blast watching you, and I really enjoyed the way you played the game. And I look Thank forward you to watching. so much. I look forward to Thank watching you, you so play much. on Sundays. Oh yeah, appreciate that, man. I appreciate you for having me on the show, man. Uh, thank you, Mike. No problem.